0: Hey friend, have we got a treat for you. If you have not yet tried one of our audio or video products, you are missing out on entertaining and powerful ways to make a difference in either you or someone else's life. Check out one of the Doug Mac samples and be ready to be surprised. Give it a try today. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's presentation. Doug Mac graduated from a local college with a degree in psychology. He is an author, keynote speaker, and had spent over a decade at a local medical college teaching brain science. From there, he became trained as a certified hypnotherapist, and now creates revealing and instructional self-help books, courses, and self-help audio hypnosis trainings available on our website. Sit back, relax, and enjoy today's show as I now introduce the host of What If podcast show, here's Doug Mack. I'm so grateful that you and I have this time to be together. Just a quick question for you. At this time in your life, do you happen to have any kind of habit that would, for whatever reason, is too hard to break? Now, don't get me wrong here. There are good habits also, and you don't want to mess with those good habits because you need to have those good things in your life. If you have a habit that you would like of change that is hard to break. It means that you're currently lacking the control over a certain specific behavior or set of behaviors in a particular type of situation, whatever that habit involves. Here I'm going to share seven steps to either create a new habit or condition you to remove the habit you want to break. The first question that many ask of me is, how do we really create a habit, a bad or a good one? A habit is not created the first time we do it. The clue here is repetition. We create a habit by repeating it, and the more we repeat it, the more resistant it becomes. The founders of a neurological branch of brain science called NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, created a concept called streamlining. The concept is a natural process whereby our minds learned which aspects of a thought process as important and which is not. Let me give you an example. When I was about five years old, somebody offered to shake my hand for the first time in my life. I was pleased because I, I thought this nice woman was treating me like an adult. And I looked at her outstretched hand and then remembering what others did in this situation I clumsily lifted mine and moved it towards hers. I remember not getting the positioning quite right, and she compensated for that and just gave me a smile. Now, the next time, I got a little better at shaking hands, and soon I didn't even need to think about it. When somebody offers you their hand to say hello, you don't even think about it at all. It's automatic behavior. Even if you do think about it, you can't help but lifting your hand up. This is what I call a habit. Good habits are hardly mentioned. They're not important and they're not on our agenda. It is the bad habits that seem to cause the most trouble and it is these habits, the habits we want to get rid of, that means the most for us. It is self-improvement that matters, makes our life and our habits better. You can break a habit by deliberately practicing a new or a different one. Many of us blame our unconscious mind for our bad habits, but even the most enlightened and spiritual person has bad habits. So this seems to indicate that there are not only outside of our their conscious control, but even outside of the control of the conscious mind as well. The fact is that your unconscious mind can break an old habit and learn a new one without your needing to know about it. You can also break a habit by making it seem uncomfortable, like boredom for instance. Our minds are very keen on doing what feels comfortable, and the same mechanism can be used for making a new and more functional habit. Here are the seven steps to break or make a habit. For most people, it takes about four weeks for a new behavior to become routine or habit. The following steps can make it easier to establish that new behavior pattern. Number one, the first step is to set your goal, especially when you're trying to stop or break a habit. You should try to phrase your goal as a positive statement. For example, instead of saying, I will quit snacking at night, say, I will practice healthy eating habits. You should also write down your goal. Committing it to paper helps your brain to commit as well. It can also help if you tell your goal to someone you trust. Number two, decide on a replacement behavior. If your goal is to develop a new habit, then your replacement behavior will be the goal itself. This step is very important when you're trying to break a habit. If you want to stop a behavior, you must have a superior behavior to put in its place. If you don't, the old behavior pattern will return. Number three. Learn and be aware of your triggers. Behavior patterns don't just exist independently. Often, as one habit is associated with another part of your regular routine, for instance, in the snacking example, the trigger may be late night television or reading. You automatically grab a bag of chips while you're watching TV or many people who smoke automatically light up after eating. Think about when and why you do the thing you want to quit. Number four, post reminders to yourself. You can do this by leaving yourself notes in places where the behavior usually occurs. Or you can leave yourself a message on the mirror or the refrigerator, your computer monitor, or some other place where you will see it regularly. You can also have a family member or a co-worker use a particular phrase to remind you of your goal. Number five, get help and support from someone. This is kind of obvious. Any job is easier with help. It works even better if you can form a partnership with someone who shares the same goal. Number six, write daily affirmations. Write your phrase or sentence in the present tense as if it were already happening. And write it 10 times a day For 21 days, this process helps make your goal a part of your subconscious, which will not only remind you to practice this new behavior as an instruction to your mind, but it also keeps you focused and motivated. Number 7. Reward yourself for making progress at set time intervals. Focus on your goal one day at a time, but give yourself a small treat at one, three, and six months down the road. The rewards don't have to be big or expensive, and you should try to make it something that's associated in some way with the goal. Doing this provides you with both incentive and extra motivation. Following these steps is no guarantee of success, of course. Depending on the habit, it may take several tries to finally make the change, but if you stick with it, you can do it. Hope this helps. Oh, and one last thing, a couple of decades ago, Michael Jordan, in my generation, was probably the best basketball player on the planet, and he was asked to do a TV commercial where he was instructed that he needed to miss, not make, the basket when throwing in the TV commercial. And you know what? It took him around 20 attempts before he could break his habit of making all the shots To be able to miss a shot on command even good habits can be difficult to break but why in the world would we want to break a good one your brain is one powerful and useful machine when you know what buttons to push and how to make it run the ways you want it to run we have more ways you can make these changes by just visiting our main site at www.thedugmack.com. Thanks again for your time here, and I look forward to being with you again. This is Doug Mack.